Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, Static Arbiter. Best streamy boy. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm awake. Good. I got to sleep in till 8, which felt amazing compared to being up at 5.30 every morning. I was going to say, uh, how much longer till you're on a... Is that, is that what time you're going to have to wake up when you have your longer days for work? Yeah, that starts... <clears throat> uh, usually around June... Sixth ish. Six. Okay. I'll be up at like five because I have to be at work at six. But you get Fridays off, so. Oh, absolutely. Nice little three day weekends. There. Three day weekends every weekend in the summer. I'll take it. Yeah, I can't. I wouldn't complain about that. That's a. Uh, mm -mm. Pretty nice. So you know the usual when we're here, we start off with uh, what have you been playing? Um. Oh jeez, that's I, a lot. I said, I'll <laughs> you probably, got it. I'll go first just because, you know, you've played a million games and I've played like three. <laughs> um, and then I'll save baseball for last because that can lead into your little bit of MLB the show before you talk about everything else. Yeah. So because that's that's a discussion. <laughs> so basically, the only games I've been playing, I've played a little bit of Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Four, um, just because I had a laptop at my parents' house and it was the quickest game I could install when I was waiting for something there. So. Honestly, it was pretty fun. Uh, I'm very obsessed with an old GameCube Naruto fighting game. So whenever like I try newer versions of newer Naruto games, I usually don't have a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. But this one was actually pretty solid. I was uh, pretty happy with it. So that's kind of like kind of like me. I'm always a sucker for PS2 Dragon Ball games. Oh, I was obsessed with them growing so up. So good. Mm -hmm. I was just talking with Anitra about this because she watched Dragon Ball a lot growing up, but she barely remembers it. And I'm like, the only reason I remember this Dragon Ball story is because of the video games. Like, they are so good. Hi, Dave. It's really Love funny. I look at my shelf and I don't own a single Dragon Ball PS2 game. They're so expensive now, too, most of them. It is. It's like unfortunate. 50 to 100 <laughs> bucks for all of them. I have, it... I have two of them. Um... I don't remember when I got them, but I have uh, Budokai 3, which I know is my favorite because of the opening. That's the one I played mm -hmm. the most of. It's the one where you have like the little story mode. You have the overworld map that you fly around on. You have to find yep. the dragon balls and stuff. Oh, yep. I love that one. Um, and then I have one other one, but I don't play it nearly as much. But I don't think I have any of the Tenkaichi ones, though. Oh, Budokai Tenkaichi 3 is only $150. Only. Man, that makes me wish I bought it when I saw it for seventy-five uh, a couple months ago. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> I feel that, dude. But yeah, no. So Naruto games, I'm I'm surprised how fun it actually was because it's like a they simplified the controls, which is good because there's so many different random bullshit in Naruto that you could use. Mm -hmm. And then like the super abilities are really cool. And then for the story mode, they have like a quick time events for some of the crazy huge battles from the show, which is kind of nice because okay. Yep. Because, like, there's things that, like, you're a normal-sized person and you're fighting the size of, like, seven Goliaths. So, <laughs> it's kind of nice that they made it. I, I kind of like quick-time events for certain things like that. So. Yeah. Yep. That was kind of cool. Um, I got an Oculus, or MetaQuest is what it's called now. Uh, Facebook Quest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit's cool. I love it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I played Beat Saber a little bit because Beat Saber is the reason I wanted it. Because I don't know, I just really like Beat Saber. 
but then I also hurt my wrist and knee, so I haven't done anything with it since. <laughs> no beaten sabers for you. Yeah, so I haven't really messed with it, but I have it sitting down here, and I'm I'm actually uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out the best way to do like a VR stream. Ooh. Because like I'm yeah, not, I'm not gonna do Beat Saber because the music rights and everything like it'll be. It's unfortunate. Yeah. DMCA the, sucks. Yeah, the DMCA would cost me for that but it, even though that would be so much fun but uh i eventually want to get the re4 resident evil 4 in vr and i'm the only good resident evil some would say <laughs> um and i'm a coward so it's going to be hilarious to watch <laughs> so that's that's what i'm kind of do looking at but i haven't messed with it too much but the little bit i did was a lot of fun and i'm excited to play more with my oculus and last but not least, I always play MLB The Show because baseball is my favorite thing in the world. So, As is mine. I've been playing. I haven't done much with Diamond Dynasty because, as we've talked about off the stream, online just hasn't been as much fun recently. They pulled the they, typical every year where they do something weird to it. Yep. First, two, first couple weeks are usually pretty fun. Everyone's enjoying themselves. Everyone's doing good. And then one little update. Just makes everything feel different. Thankfully, and it stinks. I like a lot of the offline modes, so someone who yes. plays offline can still have a lot of fun. Um, I understand why people who only play online get mad, but like, I still play Road to the Show, which is like a career mode. Mm -hmm. I still play Franchise, which that's the big thing Chris and I have been setting up. So in, ba in sports, they do these things called expansion drafts when they want to add a new team. And usually you draft players from a regular like the real teams to make your roster but like there's certain protected right. players so generally the expansion team is just not good um so we set up our own version of that and uh we are two-thirds of the way through the draft we're almost done and that's another thing that i've been thinking about streaming here soon now that i'm trying to get through my brain rot of not wanting to stream um and I'm going to be doing a franchise with our uh, expanded team. I already have a team stadium, a stadium for the team. I already have the plan of the team name mm -hmm. and the logo. I just need to make the jerseys and put the teams together. But Chris and I are each drafting a team. One's going to be controlled by the computer, the team he yeah. drafts. And then I'm going to make my team and see how long it takes me to get good with the team. <laughs> gotcha. Yep. <laughs> That's the plan. So that might actually be my first stream. And then I'm also thinking I have three stream ideas, and it's just whichever one I get to first. And I might alternate between them. Like I said, I'm going to try to, like you said, get that first stream done, and then we'll see exactly how often I stream. But I just need to That's get that the first big hurdle. Done. That's the big hurdle. Yeah. It's, if you ever have a massive break, it's Definitely. all about that first stream getting back on, and then, then you start getting comfortable again. Which is weird because I still do this podcast. But it just feels different. It's just not the same. So, like, I don't know why. Like, I'm, I literally have to do all the same steps as streaming for the podcast. Mm -hmm. But it's just different. Right. So, I don't know no, what I the issue is, but. <laughs> I've been down that road before. And, yeah, once the once you get the first one out of the way, then. Yeah, so that's the plan. Then and you're good. The third idea, like I said, so it's either a VR stream, which will probably be the last one. Um, a MLB stream of the franchise, and then I want to do Fire Emblem again because Fire Emblem is my favorite franchise. And there's still one of the four routes in Fire Emblem Three Houses I haven't done, so I kind of want to do that before the new uh, 
what's it called the new fireman three hopes comes out three hopes yeah because i'm i want to stream three hopes because i love fire emblem so much and the three houses stories are great even though there there is some issues it's not perfect stories but it's a lot of fun <laughs> i was just looking like down the road over the next couple months and there isn't too much going on so it's gonna be nice having that time to oh, put God. into like mario strikers and three hopes Hold and on. all that I have those off. I don't know how that just went off. That's weird. I thought notifications were off, so I'll just thank you for the sub right now. Thank you for the sub. Um, I appreciate it. I was just typing that I thought notifications were off because I don't have the thing in here for them to go off, so I don't know how they just went off. But uh, uh, thank you. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, I'll grab some beans. Well, I actually have beans for once. There you go. But uh, Get it. I actually have four boxes. But I didn't mean to cut you off. It was just all of a sudden my uh, the persona music no, it's went good. off, and I was like, "Well, we can't even hear you anyway." So let me just hop in there. John Kev looks different because Kev looks a lot sexier now. Facts. Mm, nice booger for the first beam back. I don't have you know how like you build up a tolerance to them after a while. Oh, absolutely. I haven't eaten one of these beans in probably six months. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Oh, it's gross. <laughs> That I bet that tastes good. Mm, nice booger. Lovely. All right. So I got completely distracted by the uh, sub. What were you just talking about? I completely forgot. My brain went. Blurred. We were just talking about like getting back into streaming. That's right. The consistency of streaming. Yeah. Just All that right. first one. Just it's a it's a hard hard thing to do. Hard to build yourself up to do. But once you do it, it's. You'll be fine. Yeah. It'll, it'll be cake, though. I say, if we're going to be honest, it's just been a lot of anxiety. Every time I've sat down mm -hmm. to do it, I'm like, uh, and then I come up with an excuse and then just do something else. These things happen. I say, that's, that's been my happens issue lately. So. It happens to all of us. There's usually like one month out of the year where I get to get to be like that. It's always just <sighs> some real life stuff gets in the way and then it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's just a mess. You just kind of want to relax and not think about anything exactly so with that all my <clears> stuff <throat> and what i've been talking about what have you been up to and it's a lot huh it's a lot i mean we're just going back to where's my calendar only going back to the beginning end of march beginning of april <laughs> oh boy so yeah i have been finishing a lot more games recently which is awesome which is I grand. Wish I could relate, but I cannot. <laughs> so, quick glance between the end of March and the begin, or be, excuse me, between the end of March and right now, I finished Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Ghostwire Tokyo, Elden Ring, Xenoblade Chronicles One, and the Xenoblade Chronicles One DLC. It's a lot of time. <laughs> that, that, that's a saying, lot that's of time. Because Elden Ring is fifty to one hundred hours, probably. And that's Xenoblade all. One's got to be fifty plus hours, right? I think I broke sixty hours. Sixty hours on Elden Ring. Sixty hours on Xenoblade. And plus, any day that I'm not streaming has been MLB. <laughs> so. Exactly. <laughs> and so you've probably put a hundred plus hours into MLB too. Oh god, I don't even, even want to know how many hours I've had in MLB because that's been out since what April first. Yeah. March thirty first, April first. So that's I don't even want to know. I would say I've played the least amount I've ever played of MLB <clears throat> The Show since it came out, and I still had to have put 75-plus hours into it. Oh, easily. And 
I've barely played compared to usual. But like quick glance, Tiny Tina, freaking amazing, hilarious. Love the D and D that they incorporated into this game. It's probably one of the only games where the side quests, like I wanted to do side quests, and I wanted I to do that. them all. I remember you talking about the uh, side quests and how much you uh, actually they put, enjoyed doing it. They put so much thought into the side quest that there's a whole side quest chain where they make fun of Smurfs. Every character <laughs> in the Smurfs. That's actually <clears throat> hilarious. Oh, Weird, yeah. Weird, but I dig it. Um, side tangent, if anybody wants to go listen to Static's, like, more, like, I don't want to say unfilled, but, like, longer thoughts on the games he's played, we got his, oh, uh, yes. YouTube channel here. I just, that should be straight to your YouTube channel. Um, after games, he's been posting little videos about what he thinks of them and his opinions on them. And, uh, yeah, it'd be great for you guys to check them out. Drop yeah. a like, subscribe, hit it up. Each of the thoughts videos are at the end of each of the game's playlists. Just to make it... That's good Make it easy. So, yeah. You can skip to the very... If you ever want to hear my thoughts on something, you can always skip to the very end of the playlist. Um, usually there. I think I've only kept them to, like, five to ten minutes at most. They're short. They're short. They're not full-length, complete thoughts. It's Usually I just record my thoughts at the end of the stream. Or end when I finish a game, record it live on stream. Just kind of do a little thing. But, yeah. Ghostwire kind of disappointed me. Honestly, did it? Because I remember it you did. having like you were excited, but then it was also kind of confusing. I love my it. Didn't hold my attention super well outside of the main story. And the main story, if you just kind of go through it, it's short. You could do it in one sitting. That's it, huh? You could you could do the main story in one like eight to nine hour sitting. Hmm. I felt which, like you played it longer than that, or did you do some of the side stuff? I was doing some of the side stuff and doing some of the exploration, so it did take a little longer, but gotcha. it got to a point it's like, alright, we're just gonna do main story and we're just gonna we're just gonna finish it. <laughs> we're just gonna finish it and be done with it. And I feel like when you get to that point, that's kinda when the game loses you and you're like, I don't care about exactly. any other stuff. I just wanna get through it's... the story, see how it ends and be done with mm -hmm. it. And combat essentially was if you could walk in a straight line backwards while shooting your little finger pew pews, you'll be fine. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I played it on normal, and I barely upgraded anything, and just no used the basic... Because there's, I think, three or four different elemental types yeah. you can use uh, for attacking. I basically stuck with the, the wind one for a while. The fire one was cool, because the fire one was just kind of like a bomb. A heavy-hitting <laughs> cool. attack yeah. for, the, for the slightly bigger guys. But... I was like, all right, we're just going to get this done, and we're just going to move on. Because I, was like, I, I remember, wanted to finish Elden Ring. I, was like, I remember you played, like, I remember seeing a few of those streams, and anytime a boss popped up, you pretty much beat them within five, ten minutes. Like, I don't... It wasn't, yeah. I was like, with me, when I watched, I don't remember even seeing you die maybe once on one random, like, horde battle. I think I died once or twice the yeah. whole game. I, was like, I, I think, yeah. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Which is a complete oh, yeah. difference to the next game you play. <laughs> And the reason why I wanted to finish Ghostwire so bad was because I was getting so close to finishing Elden Ring. I finished three games in the span of like a week and a half. That's crazy. So I really wanted to get to Elden Ring, which turned out to be amazing. Like even more amazing than how amazing it is. Really? Oh, yeah. Now nah, it's everything. And I'm glad my build worked out as well as it did. I don't know if I've talked about my Elden Ring experience on the podcast. 
I think I did last time, but I don't. Remember. I had just like earlier in the year, I had just finished Dark Souls one, and then Elden Ring came out like a month later. And just making it open world felt a lot nicer. Did it? Because you weren't there weren't so many restrictions held on you. You weren't stuck to a certain boss. It's like, oh, this guy sucks. I'm going to go to this side of the map now. That's fair. I'm going to run around here for a minute. So, like, yeah. And then MLB The Show, of course. Been playing that. Xenoblade 1. I don't know why I waited to play this damn game. I don't know. I'm still waiting to play it, and all I hear is how good it is. The (laughs) only reason I started playing it was because Xenoblade 3 got announced, and then it got pushed up two months. So you're like, gotta grind through gotta grind through these games and it's like of course we all we all know a lot of us are not able to stream 40 hours a week like some folks can yeah without without like killing ourselves yeah and you see these like big games that take if you want 100 percent it you see these games that take like 80 to 100 hours and you're just like how it's intimidating that's like two months <laughs> yeah it's intimidating for sure but I'm surprised I was able to get through at least the first game. Because there was a little bit of side questing and grinding I did off stream. Yeah. Because a lot of the side quests in, in Xenoblade are like, go kill three of these monsters. Oh, okay. Go so pick up five of these, you know, items. They're, they're, they're simple. They're fetch quests, but they take up time. Um... Overall, I don't know. It's the combat was very unique. It was almost like playing in my in my eyes. It was almost like playing Final Fantasy fourteen because you're running around. That's an interesting. But you're also waiting for your attacks that you have equipped on your hotbar to cool down, and okay. do combos with them. Um, and certain attacks only do better if you hit them from the back or you hit them from the side. I was going to ask you about so, the combat because like. Watching videos, I can never really get a grasp on what the combat is in that game. You can almost think of it, and I know you've played Final Fantasy XIV, so you can kind of understand that that comparison. Okay. So, um, then Future Connected. Future Connected was just kind of like, we made this DLC 10 years later because we felt bad for the one character. <laughs> I was wondering. I didn't know you played any of the DLC. So that's kind of yeah. And they specifically made that DLC for the definitive edition release that's pretty sweet though so that was kind of like man we ruined this one character we we felt bad for this one character got to make it better (laughs) exactly that's pretty much what it was i love that and and then just started xenoblade 2 uh this week and it's so much more anime so (laughs) much more booba it's oh my goodness more up rick sally oh 100 (laughs) ask john after what we saw last night Oh my god, we immediately compared the one character to Rick. Like, the one character <laughs> is Rick. That's 100%. Great. That's absolutely great. So how far do you and think then, you are in Xenoblade 2? Oh, no, I'm only like seven hours in. Okay, I wasn't sure. Um, was that one or two streams you've done of it so far? This is the second. Okay. And I, and I only got to do like half a stream on Wednesday because I finished the DLC and then only got like two hours of two in. Gotcha. And- so... Are the beginning of the yeah. games cutscene heavy? The beginning? Yeah. I feel like... Not really. Okay. It's... At first, and how I'm seeing... Like, Xenoblade 2, cutscenes throughout the game are long. Yeah. Almost like 
from what I remember, like Persona long. Which makes sense. I mean, to be um, fair, as much as I love Persona 5, there's one spot of like no return where you need to have over an hour of time while playing just for the cutscene. Oh, my Lanta. But it's like this huge, like big dramatic turn of events mm-hmm. in the game. So, like, it makes sense and it doesn't feel like it takes that long. Like, it, it's really well paced. But yeah. I checked the time before and after on my second time playing it just to see, and it was over an hour long of cutscenes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, playing through Xenoblade 1 was worth it in the end, just how they wrapped up the story. It was, I literally, I sat here for like five minutes like, oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. So I hope Xenoblade 2 does that. But after Xenoblade 2, I'm going to answer Chelsea's, Chelsea's saying, question now this, that I've gone through my your, entire uh, list. I say, what's next now on that your I've, list? Um, well, hopefully, I have some time. A little bit of a break between uh, the end of Xenoblade 2. I'm going to do Xenoblade 2 Torna, which is uh, 500 years before the events of Xenoblade 2. So we'll see all the events of that. I'm not going to do Xenoblade X because I don't own a Wii U. So I'm hoping there's like a month break, which there's a lot for me to do. (laughs) I was going to say, I know your, uh, your backlog is beyond full. Uh, I want to go back to some games I never finished. Okay, and I know there's a so like decent list. Dying Light, Sifu, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I still gotta play Sekiro. I hear that game. That was great. a that was a reward from our Stitchmas stream. I gotta we gotta do Sekiro. Gotcha. And then I think that'll take us into Xenoblade Three at the end of July. That makes sense. Um, so there's a lot to lot to do, a lot let's there. See. So for me, uh, I don't know if you were here, Chels, but I kind of talked about how I'm uh, trying to get over my mental block and get back to streaming. Um, And with that, I have three options on the table, which will be MLB, a franchise, special franchise thing Chris and I are working on, VR streams, or Fire Emblem Three Houses, because I have one path I haven't played before the new Three Hopes game came in, comes out, which I'm going to play Fire Emblem Three Hopes. Other than that, I don't really know. Um, I have a lot of games that I haven't played that I own, and I've bought way too many games recently. So I think for me, the biggest thing is just getting my butt to streaming again um, before I really super dig into it. Um, I do want to play a lot of like Fire Emblem and tactical RPGs. I have been talking about VR streams forever, but I finally have... I finally got my VR. So, and I got myself an Oculus or a MetaQuest, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Our um, school just got one of those. Really? They're, um, three kids won a competition where they made a a museum walkthrough thing. And they oh. won this competition. They won five grand and they won one of them. So I get to play with one at work. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I think for me a lot of it's going to be a lot of, like, Fire Emblem. Um, there's a game that I got a while ago. It was a Kickstarter game, and I'm not big into Kickstarter games a lot before they come out. I just, I don't know, it's something I have trouble getting into because a lot of them don't get finished. Uh, but this game was very heavily influenced over off of Fire Emblem and Final Fantasy Tactics, and it's called Dark Deity. And... 
there were some issues when it came out, but like they've continuously continue continuously continue what a sentence to update it and uh <laughs> I played a little bit of it. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. It's very like old school Fire Emblem, like before they came to the US Ooh. influenced. And uh I even won a second copy of the game for free for Anitra. They were doing a giveaway. Um so like I I like the look of it. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. I like the look. So it's it, it's like old Fire Emblem with a, mar, a more modern look. Um, yeah. I only played a couple chapters, and it was a lot of fun. So I want to stream that because I really do like what they did with it, and I like the ideas behind it. I have it installed on my computer. It's just I haven't gotten to it yet. Um, streaming VR from... Once I figure out how it works exactly, the base idea is you'll see what the goggles are and what I'm looking at through the goggles, and then there'll be a camera on me looking like an idiot. As I say, that's basically how it's gonna. From people I've watched do VR streams, yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna see what he sees in the goggles as just like a regular screen, but his webcam is just gonna be him wandering around everywhere, probably looking stubbing like, his toe, looking like an idiot <laughs> on a couple things. <laughs> I've seen people knock their webcams off. I've seen people like walk off of their <laughs> webcam view. <laughs> I've uh, just sitting and doing a couple little things. I've smacked my hands on the desk and stuff a couple times. Mm -hmm. That's actually why behind me we took down our. Uh, we had a folding table here that we use every so often since it's such a small apartment. Yeah, um, but we took that down just to make room so I have a big center space for the VR. <laughs> since uh, I figured out real quickly how to hook it up. Well, wirelessly, so I don't have to be, like, hooked into the computer, thankfully. And because I have pretty good internet, like, I have gigabit internet, like, there was yeah. no lag at all, so... Go I'm gigabit. Happy. I, I'm just happy that they have it, because when I lived with my parents um, at their place, uh, they offer gigabit in a circle in Tiffin, and it's literally, we lived smack dab in the middle of the circle where they couldn't give gigabit. Of course. <laughs> Thankfully, of course. this apartment, they do. So I was like, let's go. Let's do it. There you go. So I'm like, I'm paying way more than I should for internet, but I also have really nice internet. <laughs> I was like, we don't have a lot of other bills too much. So it's like, this is, it's worth it to pay the little bit extra. Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, cause we have 500 meg right now and I'm considering going to a gig. Yeah. That's, so that's what we had at my parents was 500 megabits and it was fine. Um, it kind of sucked though. Cause like my mom works from home. So she had the, uh, mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff. My dad's always watching videos on his phone on the Wi-Fi, which drains a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. Anitra and I both on the computers. Plus my mom always, for some reason had like a uh, Roku on her room, even though she wasn't in the room. So it was, a uh, it was a lot of, it was pretty good internet, but it was like being kicked to different places a lot. Thankfully, yeah. my computer was hardwired, so it didn't make that much of a difference. But but now Gigabit, it's literally just me and then Anitra if she's home on the computer, which even splitting Gigabit in half is still 500. So That's like that's funny, too. It's probably – I could just imagine some folks trying to sell an apartment with a Gigabit connection, and it's like, do you play games? <laughs> do you use your computer a lot? This has Gigabit internet, and that's Sold. all the, the realtor needs to say. That's Sold. all they need to say. <laughs> Where do I sign? Yeah, because I had to do a bunch of uh, like talking with um, Spectrum to see if they could even do it here because this is a pre-built apartment, so they don't know mm -hmm. the connections. 
thankfully, uh, like two years before we moved in, there was a fire in the apartment. Not this one, but a different building. There's like four buildings. And they upgraded all the buildings on a bunch of stuff, oh. and that was one of them. <laughs> so they gave the all the buildings the ability to have gigabit. But That's satisfying to hear. For it or not, so. That's so satisfying <laughs> to hear. And I don't even live around there. Yeah, so I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, thankfully. No one got hurt. I can say thankfully for the fire. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's someone who doesn't live here anymore, um, not taking care of their stuff. Probably drugs. Uh, let's just say this, this, uh, the nickname of this apartment for a while, there's been new owner, like three new owners since, and it's a lot better now, but for a while, this apartment complex was called Murder Bend, so. Oh. <laughs> so it rocks like, you to sleep at night, doesn't it? Yeah, so that's why, actually, we didn't want to move here for the longest time, but. Whoa. New owners, and we know a bunch of people who live here now, and it's, it's not bad anymore, but it was real bad for a while. I can imagine. It was probably, with that kind of name. It's probably the one of the worst places in town. But oh my god, freaking! Speaking of, you know, not going <laughs> on a super tangent about murder, but <laughs> driving to Connecticut to go see Kev and do Retro World. I already drove four and a half hours to get there, and then on the way to the convention, she's like, "Oh, by the way, we're going to like the one of the top ten murder capitals in the world. You're gonna be fine." <laughs> Where I'm did just you like, oh, go? good. Where was it? Hartford? Outside Hartford? Somewhere over there? Hartford, I think. Sense. Yeah, no. I think. Um, yeah. Generally, most of like the bigger cities, I, I just avoided in Connecticut because it was Connecticut's this weird like dichotomy of rich, super rich celebrities in certain areas, and then cities like Bridgeport is the one I was going to bring up. Where there's multiple gang headquarters, like national, like huge gangs across the country. Headquarters are in Bridgeport, and mm -hmm. I just thought that was funny. Gang crime, <laughs> drugs, murder. First time I've ever been in Connecticut, and that's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Connecticut's really weird. Literally, like twenty minutes apart, you have some of the worst places in the country, and some of the mm -hmm. nicest places where rich celebrities are going to come buy a house. The mayor of Bridgeport's a felon. Oh, that's honestly, good. Honestly, I'm not surprised. I was born in Bridgeport, so good times. Oh, my gosh. I have no memories of it, but I was born there. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's that's hilarious and also not surprising. <laughs> uh, good times. Reading. Um. So yeah, so that was pretty much the games. That's the uh, the plans moving forward for both of us. So we have a little bit of news that mostly Static found because I am the worst at finding news. Though Static shared one of his secrets for with me, so now I can possibly find news a little bit better. So that's helpful. Reddit's a great place. So Reddit's a fantastic <clears throat> place. So I don't know. Is there uh, any specific one you want to start, or you want to just go kind of down the list, or? The one that I found funny was Genshin Impact makes a lot of money. Oh, yeah. So this was uh, just a little Reddit thing Um, once it pops open. Uh, Genshin Impact surpasses $3 billion on mobile and is averaging $1 billion every six months. I can't say I'm surprised. I'm not surprised either, but I didn't think it would be a billion in that short amount of time. 
Like, um, I, uh, I don't know. Like, it's very addicting. Um, they, and not only do they have, like, the gotcha mechanics. Well, that's what it is, yeah. It's, they have it on a whole bunch of different systems. Like, you can get this on any system. Oh, yeah. And it's so open and big to play. Like, Anitra still plays it from time to time. Like, Mm -hmm. she has fun. She hasn't spent any money on it, but, like. I mean, just to think of, like, I've seen bigger streamers who only play it every so often drop five, $600 a night on it. And these are streamers yep. that, like, I've seen that usually don't drop money on stuff at all. But for there's something about Genshin that just, I don't know if it's the uh, anime of it or. It's probably that. How it's like anime Breath of the Wild with gotcha mechanics. <laughs> gotcha. Your money's gone. Exactly. <laughs> Oh like, my gosh. I just thought that was I didn't realize it was that much in that short amount of time. Yeah, that's honestly insane. Oh, and also that article is only on mobile. Oh wow, so that doesn't even include oh. They surpassed three billion dollars just on the mobile version. That doesn't include PC, that doesn't include the console versions. Wow. Yeah, that's insane because a lot of the ones that I see are on a uh, PC dropping money, so I can only imagine mm-hmm. how much they've actually it makes sense why they're getting like some big name voice actors for all their newer characters and stuff. Yep. That's that makes sense. They got the money now. That's crazy. It's kind of cool though. Good for them. No. I can't. You know, good for them. When a game uh when I, I can't complain about gotcha mechanics when the game is free and you can still beat the game without it. Like it's right. not like it's mandatory. It it is kind of it's not as good as Fortnite where literally you only miss out on like skins because like there are characters you can miss out on without dropping money but it's not like you completely lose the game like these are characters that are being right. added so i don't know i'm still not the biggest on gotcha but i also understand where they come from when they do it and i don't hate it as long as it's not in like assassin's creed looking at you assassin's creed <laughs> um when it's not in games like that now if they made a specific like phone game where like and there was like extra stuff you can add to it because i gotcha sure whatever but like mainline console games it pisses me off when they start adding gotcha stuff looking at you battlefront it was the dumbest move they ever made oh, it literally killed the series which sucks because uh i know it was getting joked on in our group chat the other night but like the gameplay is a lot of fun. Uh, Chris and I went and played Battlefront 2, and the gameplay is a lot of fun. It's just yeah, the game's mostly dead, and there's so much more they can add to it. Like, it feels like an empty game, but it's actually a good, like, the, the game itself is fun. It just sucks what they did to ruin it. But I guess since we're talking about uh, Star Wars, there's two Star Wars articles on here. Uh, the first one is Jedi Fallen Order 2 is apparently skipping uh, the PS4 and Xbox One gen and going next gen only. Doesn't surprise me. I'm torn on this. I think it is a good thing because it lets them focus on just the next gen and then the game mm-hmm. can, will be better for it, in my opinion. But it's still impossible but, to get a PS5. Exactly. It's still very, very difficult. Almost, what, two years later now? Yeah. We're getting... To get a PS5 and a Series X. 
Um, I don't know who said it. I heard from someone. Apparently, the chip shortage is about to not be an issue. So apparently, it's going to become easier soon. I don't know if that's true. <clears throat> I hope it's true because if it is true, that's good for gaming. I say we can all hope that it's true. I say because that is good for gaming. If they become available and they start working on next gen only, mm-hmm. for the most part, that's that's good. I think that's going to make better games. It's going to be better for the gaming industry it's just is it true is it gonna happen <laughs> i'm 100 percent fine with them only doing a next-gen version of a game if the consoles are readily available for people agreed that that's where i'm at with it because like and jedi fallen order was so good that i want jedi fallen order 2 to be mm-hmm. next-gen only and really good also but i mean yeah i'm biased i have a ps5 but i also understand like a lot of people can't get a ps5 i got very lucky to get my ps5 i think i got pretty lucky as well i almost got a series x the other day someone returned one to walmart but because they uh left their personal information on it walmart couldn't sell it they had to they have to ship it back to really uh, their warehouse basically if there was no personal information on it they could sell Mm, it but because there was personal information on it they have to send it back for it to be wiped clean and then it'll probably Hmm. get sold online Probably, yeah. Which makes me mad because I would have bought. I literally would have just walked in and bought it because I want a Series X because Anitra <laughs> wants the Series S. So, <laughs> I'd probably go straight for the X just because I need that disc drive. Yeah, that's that's why I want this. So I don't have a lot of Xbox games because I played 360, but then I sold most of that when I got into PS4. Um, yeah. So like the Series S has been a fine Game Pass machine, but Anitra's fallen in love with the Series S, so she kind of wants it. But I also don't want to give it up completely until I have something to replace it. <laughs> so that's why I like if plus like my birthday's in two weeks, so I was like, ooh, this is like an early birthday gift for myself. This will be perfect. And then they're like, no, someone's can't sell getting it. older. At least I haven't hit thirty yet. It'll be twenty nine, baby. Listen, I've been thirty for three months. I don't believe it, bro. You're 22. What are you talking about? <laughs> I look 22. Thanks. Appreciate it. But yeah, so long story short, make fucking next-gen consoles readily available, please and thank you. And then we can enjoy things like Jedi Fallen Order 2 and next-gen only. Yeah, 100%. So that's uh, that's that one. Static is mid-age. No, Static is young child. Young, young, young static. And then the other one, which I didn't read the whole article, but I, because I, I read what you typed and I was like, JFO, what the hell is that? And then I read a little <laughs> bit of the article. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I'm stupid. Yep. <laughs> if anyone has ever played the first Jedi Fallen Order game, um, will understand. And I mean, the game's been out long enough. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, just spoil it. Okay, who cares? Obi-Wan Kenobi's in the game. Only his voice, though. Yeah. Okay? Only his voice is in the game. And, I mean, you find that out, what, two hours in, three hours in? Yeah. Something like that? Um, And Ewan McGregor has confirmed that the new Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show that's coming out is going to have a Jedi Fallen Order cameo in it, which is cool. I dig that a lot. I'm going to lose my mind if Cal Keston is in the in the show somehow yeah even if it's just like a quick <laughs> or Kestis, excuse me yeah even if it's just like a quick scene where like mm-hmm. they help each other out or something like even if yep. it's just like a quick like pass off type scene yeah exactly like 
I'm totally cool with that. Because I've been obsessed with shows lately. You have. <laughs> You've been grinding through a I've, lot of them. I've been, I've been going through some shows lately. Because it's nice to go through something like that since I sit in front of a computer so many hours in the day. Plus, between work and video games, like, mm-hmm. you're a lot more work focused and streaming, on yep. the screen. Whereas like a show, you're focused on it, but you don't have to be like focused on it. Plus, I'm on a comfy ass couch while watching a show, yeah. um. So it's good. I'm super, super pumped for this Obi Wan Kenobi show. I still need to finish the Mandalorian. You might want to. I haven't even. Do you watched watch Book of Boba Fett yet? No, I haven't watched the second season of Mandalorian or Boba Fett yet. Boba Fett's like my favorite character. You gotta get through those. I do, and I want to watch this Obi Wan show. Um, it looks solid so far. I'm excited. Oh my god, the trailer freaking laid one of the biggest burns I've ever seen. Really? Obi-Wan Kenobi's talking to uh, Luke's uncle. And Obi-Wan's just like, he needs to be trained. And he's like, and uh, his uncle, Luke's uncle, like, like you trained his father. Damn. Get wrecked, Obi-Wan. <laughs> That's mean. That's great, though. I would do my butt-ups soundbite if I had it available. But that is, whew. I'm just like, damn. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, no. If you haven't played Jedi Fallen Order, uh, I'd recommend it. Um, Please do it. It's like, so I'm not good at Souls games, and I also don't play them. Like, it was my first ever actual Souls-style game. And uh, I had a lot of fun. It whooped my ass a lot, but I had a lot of fun. It was a good game. <laughs> fun fact, Jedi Fallen Order was the first game I ever streamed. You know what? I think I did know that, actually. It was the first game I ever streamed. That's crazy. Back in December of 2019. I'm trying to think. First game I ever streamed was actually the Spider-Man PS4 game. I want to play through that again. It was so good. So bad. It was so good. I streamed that. I got like three quarters of the way through it, and then I didn't stream again for six months. And that's when I started. Right after that is when I started consistently streaming for a while. <laughs> I don't know Just got to get that was. first one out of the way, and you'll be good. So... That was a cool little story. More Jedi Fallen Order. You love to see it. Oh, yeah. All right. You choose the next one. What's next? What's next? Embracer Group. This is a big one. Embracer I wanted to group save a... Buying up companies. Buying up companies because Square Enix said, screw them. You can have them for $300 million. I'll share my screen on this one. Because this is a so... lot of information and stuff. So I'm going to let you go through and kind of explain it because this... Like, I know the basics, but this article is a lot of information I was kind of... So, yeah, we'll, we're just going to sum all this up. Yeah. Because um, we're already, like, getting close to an hour here. <laughs> so, it's honestly, it's weird that Square would do this because Eidos Montreal is coming off of Guardians of the Galaxy, which oh. was amazing. Yeah. I thought, it, and, I thought it did pretty well, too, didn't it? Oh, it was one of their better-selling games of recent months. And then you have Crystal Dynamic, who just announced that they are doing a brand new Tomb Raider game. Yeah, let's see. And Tomb Raiders have been fun for as long as I can remember. And in the in the time that we're in of major groups buying up companies, like you have Microsoft buying Activision, you have Sony buying Bungie for billions of dollars. Yeah. Um, and then you have Square Enix. Like, we'll take three hundred million. Like you could you could just have them for three hundred million. Um, so I'm really hoping the Embracer group here does does good with these companies on their hands. That's just weird, though. Like, it is weird. Like, what is but it's happening also... in Square Enix's 
issues that they would do that. You know what I mean? There's something going on at Square. Like there, are, there has to be. Are they having money issues? Like, is this like a try to rejuvenate something at the main company? Like, what is? Because mm-hmm. also, um, after this deal was was announced and done, uh, there was talk of Deus Ex coming back, okay. Legacy of Kane coming back, uh, and plus you have the new Tomb Raider that Crystal Dynamics is working on, whatever Eidos Montreal is going to be working on next. I'm hoping it's a Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It'd be, be awesome. Because that game... Thief is another thing. Thief was another one, yep. So I I don't know what's going on at Square, but they're just like, here, you can you can have them. It's like chump change compared to every yeah. other deal that's been happening. Especially for, like... It's not like they're selling off, like, a small thing that they control or like a small ip like mm-hmm. those are some massive oh yeah ips oh yeah especially tomb raider like tomb raider is probably i would say one of the top 10 to 15 biggest ips in gaming history especially after they just announced they're doing a new one yeah like and i think that's gonna be an unreal engine 5 game too that's insane so it's just it's another Another big, I want to be like money fly deal. on the wall with yes, seriously. Square Enix because I want to know what caused this. There, there's no way they just were like, this sounds like a good idea. Let's do this. There has to be a reason they did this. And also, this happening, this had to have been talked about for even before Guardians came out. I, I feel like. Guardians lost a hundred million. I feel like Guardians met their sales expectations. I feel like that did a lot better than that. I'd have to look into it because I, yeah, I don't look into the money very often until unless something like this happens. So now, like something like this happening, I'm gonna want to kind of look into it a little bit more. But Mm -hmm. but even but it just even if they lost a hundred million on say Guardians of the Galaxy to only get three hundred million for all this. mm Hmm. Like that just seems wrong because then that would be if they lost a hundred million, they barely making that money back plus stuff. Yeah, and it just tells me that this deal has been talked about way before that. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it's. I agree with John. It's like nothing. No matter if they made like profited a hundred million, Square wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah, no. Square is. I don't know what's up with them, but in the last. 5, 10, 15 years. Yeah, and a lot of people thought, and I've even heard this talk from the bigger streamers who ended up playing Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like, this game gets announced, and it's like you immediately think of Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, which Marvel's Avengers, the gameplay was fun, but there were so many issues with the game itself. With the, I really enjoyed the story that they told in yeah. Marvel's Avengers that focused on Miss Marvel. Yes. But after that was done, it's like the only thing, and this is like if you wanted to, you're literally just grinding up character level. It's like Destiny almost in a way, except you're not repeating the story over and over again. You're literally just taking characters, repeating the same post-game missions over and over and over again. It was cash grabby too. Yeah, yeah, like the, I actually like um, Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel now because of that game. Like I barely knew anything about her. 
but that game made me interested in her character and like mm-hmm. she has a movie coming out a movie or show. tv show i was like hey one mo- one month from tomorrow i think is when the show drops and i'm excited for the show because of the avengers game so yep. like the avengers game had potential to be so good and they were like mm-hmm. but you know what what if we ruin it with cash grabby mechanics yep it's also quite buggy as well yeah it was quite buggy i played it um so i was playing it on pc no xbox game one of the game passes um and literally i could not see the screens so when she was looking at her computer or when the screens were just Mm -hmm. black and i was so confused I literally had to pause the game and go to YouTube and watch the cutscenes because I could not see the actual cutscenes. Yep. Like, and a lot of people either just be confused and quit the game or just not care enough to do that. And like, those that were those that played Guardians of the Galaxy, most of them it was their top five game of the year. Yeah. Last year. Because they they looked they actually got their hands on it and it's like this isn't like Marvel's Avengers. Even without the actual, like, no Chris Pratt, no Dave Bautista, you know, they did a great job with the voice actors they got, and the they made them. Honestly, it's I've heard some people even say that those characters in the game, yeah, they like better than the they're, MCU. I guess they're apparently closer to the comic versions, which I don't yes. know anything about the comics. I know very little, because but I'm gonna be 100. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is probably one of my favorite MCU movies, but I knew nothing about the Guardians before the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. <laughs> So like, the only negative thing I have to say about the Guardians of the Galaxy game, and it only relates if you're streaming it. Oh, yeah. They did not replace any of the music that they take out when you turn on streamer mode, which sucked. It's so dumb. That was the only negative I had about that game. And, like, the music, especially if you compare it to the movies, like, I don't know about comics, but, like, with the movies, like the music is a huge part of just the Guardians yep. of the Galaxy and just the 100%. vibe it gives off and everything. And the fact that like the streamer mode completely ruins that is just, oh man. Cause there's a point where it's like you huddle everybody up, you get them all pumped up and it gives you boosts, you know, and whatnot. And then they're like, all right, let's go do it. Silence. That's rough. Silence. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> literally the 100% the reason why I played it off stream. Oh, you, you, a lot of people get a much better experience off-stream yeah. than streaming it. When, when I heard you say that and you were, like, talking about that, that is what made me play it off-stream. I just did not want to play that on-stream. Mm-hmm. Just the vibe alone would be completely different. And people even played it on-stream without streamer mode on, but at the end of the stream, um, since they were also recording it, they deleted the VOD. Gotcha. Uh, just to kind of save themselves. Because that music makes it a hundred times better. Yeah. Yeah, like I like, but the fact that you enjoyed it even without that is mm-hmm. says how good the game actually is. Yep. So I thought the story of that was very very good. So Square, combat was fun. You make good games. Stop being stupid about everything else. <laughs> That's my takeaway. You have companies that do well for you. Yeah. But I don't know what else they're they're thinking. I just hope I hope things go well for this for these companies. Yeah. Honestly, because. When studios are bought, it can go one of two ways, so good or bad. We've yep. seen them both, so hopefully it's not too bad. Um, all right, next one, what do you want to do? We got four more articles, and 
One of them's short, so. I mean, we could just say that Activision, like Bobby Kotick, just needs to go now. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there was. Like I just threw that in there just because he's. I mean, New York City's even going after them now. Because he was pretty much like, like he's just the worst. Like he's a horrible human. That's as simple as that. The fact that he still has a job is insane. And this this whole thing with New York City is affecting the employee retirement system and pension funds for city teachers, police, and firefighters. Yeah. This group that Activision owns, uh, the group owns Activision stock. I believe actions by the gaming giants management hurt the company's value. Man. So I mean, if you're if if this is involving people's retirement that don't even relate to Activision in terms of working for them. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a quick and now, thing, like, screw yeah. them. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. We talked about this with the big Microsoft purchase, and uh, so the FTC is opening an inv investigation into Sony's purchase of Bungie, which doesn't mean much. It Actually, the biggest thing that they even said in this article is like it just shows that the FTC is actually paying closer attention to the gaming industry as a whole, which is a good thing, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, this doesn't mean that either of the deals aren't going to go through because <clears throat> they probably will. It's just they most likely will. It just means that like, hey, is there some nasty BS going and they're treating it like a real industry now because for a long time gaming was not treated like a real industry. So it's kind of nice to see that they're treating it that way and they're looking out for fraudulent purchases and actual monopolies in the games, gaming industry and stuff. So I had a feeling this was going to happen too because you see Microsoft drop. How much was it for Bethesda and Activision? It was a lot. I couldn't even tell you, honestly. I can't remember. I want to say it was like 60 or 80 billion. Yeah, it was, it was something insane. And I knew that was going to start, it was going to start something. Yeah. So all of these big deals are now going to be looked into just to make sure there's nothing that everything's kosher. There's no, on. there's no tomfoolery going on. Which honestly, I'm okay with 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is good. I think I, I like them treating it better, treating it more like a, like, like an industry and saying it exists. It's not just. Haha, <laughs> video games anymore. So, I'm putting an article in in the docket that I just found. That's hilarious. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that one last because the the other article's just a two second thing. Okay. But yeah, Summer Games Fest. Summer Games got Fest. announced. Opening it. It is. You know, because E3 doesn't exist anymore. June 9th, 2 p.m. Eastern. So I remember, and I don't know if they're ever going to go back to this, and I doubt it, but E3 used to be a behind-closed-door thing. Really? E3 used to be, that. yeah, it used to be only the companies and uh, news reporters behind closed doors. Huh. When it first started, and then it opened up into this giant convention where everybody was there, and they were showing all this stuff to the public and whatnot. I don't know. I understand why like E three is not the biggest deal anymore, but it was still fun to get like new oh, yeah. drops and stuff. I don't know. I like these type festival, these type things where they can drop new releases mm -hmm. and stuff. I don't know. I don't know if I'm in the minority with that, but I really do. It's just fun. 
it's exciting to be like, oh man, June June 9th, we're going to be getting some new game releases or game announcements. We're going to see some new footage of games we were excited for. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of cool to build up the excitement. Oh yeah. No, hundred percent. It was, it was always fun because then I was working at GameStop at the time. And for me, it was like, all right, I'm going to watch this. So I know what's going on. I can do my job well then. Cause you know, they shove pre-orders down your throat when you work there. Yep. And <laughs> they're always, I, I know just from going there that pre-orders apparently are huge for GameStop because man, do they push them? Oh my God. They shove it down your throat so hard. And then you got to shove it down the people's throat. Yep. It's ridiculous. Everything they, oh my god, they make you like go up to a person and it's like, hey, you want to buy this? You want to do this? You want to get this? You want to buy this for us? You want to pre-order this? You know you want to order this online. Yeah. Holy goodness. Yep. Oh my. Yeah, the whole Game Informer <laughs> sub thing was a oh god. I hate. I hated doing it. That's why. That's one of the reasons why I never wanted to work there. Um, was because like I could tell just from the way they talked to us that like they had to push up and most of the people didn't like doing it. You you had your mm-hmm. few who were like, I'm a car salesman, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. But um for the most part most people were like, Yeah, you want this and you could tell they were just doing it because they probably had some type of either commission based or they needed to reach a certain level of sales for the store or something. I don't know the exact mind because I didn't work there, but I'm just assuming. There was always there was always something that you had to hit. You always had yeah. to hit um what you did last year at that time. Yeah. So. That was the that was the thing. Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> but no, going like, I'm okay with as long as these companies like Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, as long as they're doing their own thing. Yeah. As long as we're getting some kind of presentation alongside what they do at Summer Games Fest. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Agreed. As long I just I hate when they're like. So Nintendo does this a lot, and Sony's done this recently. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, by the way, tomorrow we're going to have a new announcement video. Like, give us, like, at least a couple weeks of notice so, like, they can build up yeah. some excitement. I don't know. I, I, It's a weird thing for me, but I like that build of excitement, build up before they announce stuff. Sure, with a lot of people online, that means they're going to be like, oh, this was a disappointment. I was so excited for nothing. But that's just going to be people in general. So... I say Xbox already announced theirs. The yeah. Xbox and Bethesda game showcase on Sunday, yeah. June twelfth. So it's like, all right. Honestly, what I want to what I want to see out of that is actual Starfield gameplay. Yeah. The game has been talked about so much. We've gotten so little of it, and it's coming out in six months. Give me gameplay. <laughs> kind of like a uh, Mario Strikers. It's supposed to be out what next month, and we haven't seen shiz from it. We actually no, they showed gameplay for uh, when they announced it. It was, but that's all they've shown. I'm just saying, like they haven't shown anything well, since. I mean, all. what else can you really show? It's a soccer game. Well, they could that's show how like, I, that's how I see stuff. it. There's a lot of other yeah. stuff they can show, like the different stuff mm-hmm. that they're adding, characters and stuff. But right. But the thing I like that Nintendo does most of the time. I mean, we're this doesn't qualify for Metroid or. Uh, Bayonetta. Well, no, they they finally showed Bayonetta three stuff. But Nintendo usually waits until a game's with coming out within a six month time frame to announce and show stuff for it. Oh, and Breath of the Wild two. That doesn't really count for that either. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of other games that you see that they announce, it's like, hey, 
within six months coming out. Yeah, and you see you see stuff nice. for it. That is a nice thing. I wish other companies would follow suit with that. Like I was, I was so surprised when they said Three Hopes was coming out this year, and that's like mid year June. Mm-hmm. Like that that surprised me. Just like games like that, Mario Strikers coming out that soon. Oh, and then there's that Live Alive game that's coming out like two weeks before Xenoblade. I forget what that was about, but that title is just weird to say. <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's called Live Alive. That's all I remember. I think it might be like Live Live a Live or Live Alive. Okay. Yeah, it's I I think there's like an anime for it or something. Honestly, that's the only reason like I know Probably. what it is. Probably. Um but yeah. So that's summer game close that. Hopefully um, it's good this year. Hopefully what all these companies are going to bring to the table is going to be it's going hopefully it's a good summer. That's that's what I want. It's been a good year so far. All right, I'm going to open this and then Yeah, let's watch this trailer. Oh, do you want to watch it? Yeah. Right, I got We got time. I don't have no volume on it, but we can watch it. Well, that's fine. Don't, we don't need volume. We can make our own sounds. Yeah. Oh. Can you full screen it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so hype. I can't wait for this. Best I cannot wait ever. for this. I like the armor that they have on everybody. Yes, honestly. Battle Liga. Oh, this is going to be good. Especially oh, now, like, with the online club feature that they're putting in. Yeah. That's going to be good. What Look at block. Peach. Oh, drop kicked into the lightning, the lightning fence. <laughs> That's going to be fun. That's going to be, I want to play defense okay. just, just like, what, 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 what? How dare he use it? Oh, he gave, he gave his teammate a boost. You can give your teammates boosts. All right, that's kind of sick. I like that. Oh, my God. And it barrels through people. You can boost oh, them that's... into them for offense and defense. That's actually that I like that. sweet. I like that. That's going to add a lot more strategy, I think. Oh, 100%. And I think that's why they did it, especially with the online feature, the club feature, with like more than one person on a team. What was that? You supercharge? What? <laughs> wow. Oh, I made a little heart. But they did. Uh,. Chase, they made, like, there was a NFL Blitz, NHL Hits, MLB Slugfest. NBA Street. NBA Street. Like, there was a bunch of them. Like, I don't think soccer ever got one, though, randomly. But, like, a bunch of... No, there was FIFA Street. There was FIFA Street. There was FIFA Street? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was FIFA Street. I played the crap out of that. And then... Slugfest was hilarious. Like, armors changed the stats. That's sick. Oh. Okay. I'm down for that. I like that a lot. I'm down for that. You can show the speed difference on that. Oh, wow. How far they get knocked back. Oh. Huh. Drink. So you can shot really, power. 
you can really uh, customize your character to how you play. So like mm-hmm. playing with other people, you can customize for the position. That's sweet. There's the uh, eight player online. The items and stuff. Yo, this just looks so fun. Oh my goodness. Month, well, just about a month away. We're getting there. I cannot wait. That's insane. How much? Left? Oh, there's still another minute and a half left of this video. Thank you for this, uh, this video, John. I didn't even know this came out. This is. I'm. I'm down for this. I am down for this. I don't. I can't read what any of those words mean, but I'm down for it. <laughs> it, it looks all. It looks cool. I like the menus. The menus look cool. Yeah. I like the destroyed field. <laughs> See, that's a nice little touch. I can see this being like an every Sunday thing if you get a, if you get people together. Yeah. Like, like we said, an online league where every week we play a game or something. Does this become an esports thing? I can see it. Is this the next Rocket League? Can you imagine? <laughs> it's got the stuff for you can it. Even kind of customize <clears throat> the stadiums and stuff a bit. That's cool. What is? Oh my goodness! Half and half stadium customization. That's sweet. They went all out with this. They wow. I mean, when was the last? When did the last Mario Strikers come out? It's been a while. So I mean, they've had the time to. That's awesome. I'm down for it. That is, yep. That I will that, take it. That satisfies me until the game comes out. I'm happy. Yep. <laughs> I'm getting that within the first week. Well, now I got to make a note. It's like you better get Xenoblade Two and Torna done before that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> right? Holy moly! That is. I'm I will take it. That. Was there one on the Wii? Was it like early weeks? I don't remember. It was either early week or late week because I don't remember it. If I'm being completely honest, there was Super Mario Strikers on the. Oh no, there was Mario Strikers on the Wii. Huh. Mario Strikers Charged, which came out May of 2007. 2007. Wow. That was still a long time we... ago. I think that I was, was a long. School. I was a freshman in high school. I think when that came out. And the Wii had been out. Yeah, I think that would be the end of my eighth grade year. <laughs> oh, that was only a year into the Wii being out. Makes sense. 2006 to 2017. That's crazy. Well, let's hope this one better be as good as it looks. 15 I hope years, so. that's a lot of time to make a good game. We'll chase I hope your so. grandpa. It's okay. We're not. None of us are as old as uh, the Eternal John, Vampire John. Who's at least two thousand years old? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, all right. So what's this this article that? You all right. Know? So you remember the game Babylon's Fall that came out a couple I, months I, back? I remember hearing about it. It's another Square Enix game. I remember like there was a lot of issues with it or something. There is one concurrent player on PC right now with that game. <laughs> 
There is one concurrent player, according to this article that was posted not too long ago. If that's true, holy moly. This game had high hopes, but man, did it did it flop hard. This week, it never had more than 77 concurrent players. Holy shit. A lot of people got paid on, like, a lot of higher Twitch streamers got paid to play this game. Wow. They didn't even, I don't even think half of them lasted the full, like, hour requirement for the for the agreement. Because it was just that bad. They never had more than 1,166 concurrent players at a single time. Yep. That's rough. Well, now we see why Square Enix sold all their stuff. Holy I was going to say, who made... That's a good thought. Who made it? I was say, I don't know who... If, I know it was... Uh... Platinum Games. Which is very... I say, they usually make some good shit, don't they? I don't remember, honestly. Don't they do Bayonetta? by Platinum Games. Yeah, they did Bayonetta, Vanquish, Metal Gear Rising, Wonderful 101, Star Fox Zero, Astral Guard. Chain, which was a huge game. Near Automata. Near an Astral Chain, yeah. So, what happened to Babylon's Fall? <laughs> they died. Yeah, that's, a, that's something we're going to need to do a dive on like what the hell i even requested a key for this game when it was coming out through rainmaker and i still never got a response to it wow and i agree with chase that's it reeks of them forcing it out probably because if you look at it graphically they tried to make it look like an old school like painting so there's this like fog or hue over the gameplay it's weird interesting though huh i'm sure one day i'll buy it for a dollar and try it (laughs) yeah well i would say how much it probably hasn't even gone on sale like ever it better go on sale for for that kind of thing right let's see psn store oh it's still 60 dollars. yeah no thanks (laughs) oh and another thing about this game it's 60 dollars. yeah plus there is an in-game battle pass that I think is like ten dollars. Oh wow, what a surprise! So it it does reek a little bit of uh, of microtransactions as well. Gross. Oh yeah, there's in-game currency. Absolutely gross. Yep, I think that was another another point that a lot of people hated. Did you put the ten best tactic RPG article in here? I did not. That was there when I started putting stuff in. I wonder if Kev put that in there. I don't remember putting that in there. Weird. He left us a little uh little gift. So <laughs> that's something I mean, if you want to look at it we can. I mean I love tactics, but if you don't want to I've never played a Disgaea game, but no, let's go for it. It's there. We got time. So this is It'll just, probably be the last thing. This is an IGN list of the ten best tactic RB RPGs of all time. So going down their list Fire Emblem. From Fire Emblem Three Houses to Final Fantasy Tactic War of the Lions. Three houses, I bet, won't be on this list. It'll probably be... It's going to probably be either the GameCube... Yeah, because they're probably going to only do the games from the West, so it'll probably be the GameCube one, Path of Radiance, knowing this stuff. More than likely, yeah. All right. Other side, I've actually never heard of this. 
Moody and Chalno. Couldn't tell you anything about other side. Lovecrafting world and battles are roguelike elements and a bittersweet sacrifice mechanic. What? Strong, strong uh, developing strong bonds with your quote unquote daughters. Even knowing that men may not make it, in some cases you decide who lives and who dies. That sounds. I'm sorry, but in my tactics crazy. games, everybody lives. <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. I'd probably try it. I'd try it too. Let me see. Is it like a PC? Because oh, it doesn't say anything. It is thirteen seventy nine on Steam right now. Oh, that's not bad. It's fifty four percent off. It came out in February twenty twenty. Huh. Dude, this is. You ever see the movie Sin City? Yeah. It looks like Sin City. Like the color scheme looks like Sin City. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, there's a naked lady. The- <laughs> Well, I guess there is one in the background of this photo, just facing the other way. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, the red one. I didn't even yeah. notice that. <laughs> Chase, God, I love that something. site. I can't believe I got uh, Total War Three Kingdoms for 15 bucks. That game never goes on sale. But All right, hmm. so number nine is Triangle Strategy. I still need to play the demo. Um, I don't know. I'm weird. So like, I was super excited for it, and then it came out, and I just never played it. Um, I'm not gonna play it anytime soon, so I'm actually sending it to Kev mm-hmm. so he can just play it because he wants to play it on stream. But I'll eventually play it. It looks good. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's weird. I don't the know. titles, yeah, I agree with John. The title's still a little uh, yeah, could have been a little better. I think. It's almost as if, like, they called it, like, Triangle Strategy because it's a strategy game mm-hmm. and they didn't have a full name for it. And then it became, like, oh, it's popular because it's weird. And yeah, they just kept it because who cares about thinking? Who cares? Yeah. I don't know. I, I hear lots of good things about it. Um, I'll probably play it eventually. Yeah, they're, it's very cutscene heavy, and I feel like it's also very political heavy like in game politics it's very much is um a lot of tactical rpgs are though because a lot of times it's about the major Mm -hmm. components of fighting like fire emblem gets into it but they don't focus on the politics as much but i feel like i think this one does if i remember yeah a little bit i know about it number eight fire emblem path of radiance (laughs) there it is not surprised yeah i'm not surprised this is pretty much anyone who just watched like plays the wet like games in the West. This is most people's favorite. Um, Did Kev finish this when he was? I don't streaming know if it? he finished it on stream, but I do know he finished it. I know he finished okay. the game. He was on the last chapter on stream. I don't know if he finished the last one on stream though. Gotcha. So I know he was struggling for a while. As I'm sure a lot of us would. Yeah. It's it's uh, it was it was pretty rough my first playthrough of the final chapter. But then once you know what you're doing, it's surprisingly easy. It's one of those weird things where it's like trying to, the trial and error to figure out what to do on that last chapter is rough. But once you know, it's not too bad. Yeah. That's kind of Fire Emblem in general. Like I'm really bad at Shadows of Valencia because I've never played it all the way through. Um, But like three houses, you can put it on the hardest difficulty and give me like, 
certain things I'm not allowed to do just to make it harder, and I'll still find a way to beat it because I've played <laughs> it so much. Right. Or like Fire Emblem 7, the first Game Boy Advance one. I can beat on any difficulty pretty easily just because I've played it so much throughout my life. Which I guess is kind of why a lot of people, including John, think I'd like Dark Souls because it's kind of the same way. Once you put your time into it, it gets a lot easier. I agree with that, yeah. Because I, I know John has mentioned that like, if you can be patient with it and learn mm -hmm. like i have with a lot of these tactics games you can get good at the game so it's kind of why i've been interested in them recently and why i've been dabbling in elden ring it's just finding the time to actually commit and sit there and learn it's always that with any game yeah so number seven the banner saga i've heard of this game and i never realized it was a tactical rpg i know nothing about it i don't i've, I've heard of it but i've i know nothing about it no, I only I think I only remember it because I keep seeing it in my library. I think it was a PS Plus game at one point. Really? But that's that's all I think I remember of it. I have it then. Huh. Norse setting. Oh, Norse stuff is cool. Yeah, we'll it. take Vikings and all I'm that. In, I'm into trying it. Why not? Norse mythology. Number six. Give me Valkyria Vikings and Norse Chronicles. Have you ever played the Valkyrie Chronicles game? Negative. I've my tactical RPG games basically fall down to Fire Emblem, Advanced Wars. That's it. <laughs> Have you ever played any XCOM? I want to. Okay. So this is kind of like XCOM, kind of not. Um, so, like, there is, like, so this game is so weird. Like, the gameplay <laughs> is just different than most other tactical mm -hmm. RPGs. Um. It is turn-based, but when you move, if you come out of cover and the enemy's there, they can shoot at you while you're moving. Oh. Well, I guess that makes sense. Um, hmm. And the same way as the other way. Like, if the enemy moves around you, you can like your characters will shoot at them. Right. Uh, it is like you don't aim to shoot. It is based on numbers and percentages like most tactical RPGs. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of strategy. Uh, it gets really hard later on. Like, to the point, the reason Kev does not like Valkyria Chronicles is because when you get halfway to, like, the second half of the game, chapters take an hour or two at least. Oi. And they're very unforgiving. Oi. Yeah. So it gets Oi. really rough. Um, if I'm going to be honest, I've never beaten one. I think I have a lot of fun with them, but I've never beaten one. I thought I had the one on PS3, but I guess I don't. I say because uh, they've been put like re-releasing them everywhere. Mario Rabbids is like XCOM, actually. I have played <laughs> Mario and Rabbids. That's another one I forgot about. Um, Mario Rabbids is more like XCOM than this. Won't lie. Uh, I've been watching uh, Warhammer 40K Chaos Bane. Which a lot of folks had said have said that is XCOM mixed with like two other things. I'll have to check that out. That sounds interesting. But in like a Warhammer universe. But yeah, so this is really interesting. It's very like it's very much like at first it seems like run down kill enemy. But then as you get through more of it, there's different type weapons and different type units that go mm -hmm. and fight each other. 
Uh, you have your main units. Every unit is named like XCOM, but you have your main characters that are part of the story. And then there's like a bunch of other characters that you can recruit from like the thing that's more like XCOM. Like, oh, I need another soldier. I'm going to go grab this soldier. But then they also have like abilities and likes and dislikes. And like they perform okay. better. Like some perform better with men. Some perform better close to women. Some perform better alone. Some perform better on roads and forests. So like it, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot you got to keep in mind, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's why it gets so tough, because at the end, near the end of the game, you have to keep all this in mind, plus you might get ambushed by tanks at some point. And of course. If you don't have your, <laughs> like, lancers that destroy tanks, you're SOL. Um, so it's, of course that's it's, the case. Yeah, it's rough, but, man, it's a good game. Like, it is a very good game. How many are there in terms of games? So I, I think they've gone through four, but only two or three of them are in the West. Oh, okay. Um, mostly you're going to see the first one and the fourth one are the main two in the West that you see. And then there's a game like Valkyrie Revolution, which is like similar but different. And there's like swords and magic and it's weird. I bought it accidentally um, and it was kind of fun. It's the same concept but it's different enough that it's more actiony and it's weird okay uh, hmm. but i enjoyed the little bit i played of it i have to go back to it eventually john works best with ducks absolutely uh vc4 does allow you to grind early on but even then it's still late game can still get real rough but I'll just yeah. add it to my ever-growing list of things that I yeah, should check out. <laughs> it's, it's definitely something. Check out some videos. See if you'd like the combat. Like just mm -hmm. because the combat is the full gameplay, pretty much. So, and then there's like cutscenes between, and then there's like little things for you to like build your army, uh, add skills to your main dude, and your tank and stuff. Because hmm. your main dude is on a tank for most nice. of the chapters. There are some nice. chapters where they're not, but. I like tanks. Yeah. So it's it's cool. But um yeah, so then there's Disgaea five. I've always been interested in Disgaea just because of the art style. Alright, so here's the thing. Disgaea is Final Fantasy Tactics slash Fire Emblem. Closer to Final Fantasy Tactics, but it is grindy. If you like to grind, this is a game for you. Uh, every, Depends on the amount of grinding, I guess. Um, you don't have to grind, but like it is meant for you to be able to. Every character can get to level 999. Um, there's Dang. so many different things you can do. They give you maps to grind on. Like, That's insane. It's it, There's so much more to it than just that, but like... It's a, it, it's, it gets too much for me sometimes. It's a fun game. I enjoy it, but, like, it just gets too much at times. And I, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy a good grind sesh, though. So, so like, I also like other terms of grinding. But anyway. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, I, I'd recommend trying it. Um, Don't feel bad if you don't finish it. It's, it's a lot. It can be a lot. And there's a bunch oh, of sure. them, and they're on a lot of systems. I've mostly played one of the PSP ones, but... Oh, good old PSP. Steam. But yeah, no, so it's it's a good game. I don't argue, so... I feel like I have one of them. I have to look. Yeah, but I do remember hearing Disgaea 4 and 5 are the two that people love the most, especially 5, so... 
Oh, I didn't even know that. Every game up to five goes up to level 999,000. Yeah, see, like, this game is meant for you to grind if you want to. <laughs> Holy goodness. Like, I, I know, I knew there was a lot. That, that's, I feel like that's overkill. It, it feels like it. Like I said, you don't have to to beat the game. It's just. Good. <laughs> but, like, there's also, like, it's, it's just, the game's a lot. <laughs> but it's fun. Four is Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, hey, something I played. I don't know how I feel about this, honestly. As someone who's obsessed with Three Houses, loves the story, and loves it, I, I don't think I could put it above Path of Radiance if I look at it objectively. All I say about Fire Emblem Three Houses is that Dedu is amazing. Geo Dedu. Geo Dedu, yes, exactly him. Um, I don't know. I love the game. The game's great. The story's fine. There's some issues, but the a lot of the base stuff in the story's great. I think the thing that sets it apart for me is the characters. All the mm -hmm. characters are great if you do their uh, supports and stuff. Um, Sylvain. I remember Sylvain in that game was amazing. The ladies' man. The ladies' man. I don't know. I'd, if I go back and play it again, because I did, uh, I forgot the names of the houses, but I did the blue house first. Blue lions. Yep. I'll probably do the yellow and save the red for last. Uh, so the golden deer is, in my opinion, is the most complete route. It's the one I mm -hmm. did first. Um, okay. With the end story points, it feels the most complete that you did everything. Uh, so I definitely recommend doing that one. So I, I agree. Do that one next. Uh, so I have done all three of these because there's technically four routes in the game. Oh, you get the three okay. houses, and then with the red one, the Black Eagles, half, like, two-thirds through the first half of the game, there's a decision where either you side with her or side with oh. the church. Oh, okay. And it splits into her route or the church route. I've never done the church route. So, yeah, that would make, yeah. I wonder what that would entail, um, like how that story would be told then. I'm not going to, like, spoil it, but, like, base thing is you still can recruit whatever. Um, oh, okay. Still, you just lose her and Hubert, the emo-looking guy who always says he's going to yeah, kill yeah, you. Yeah. Um, he was you, fun. Yeah, you lose them. But, like, you can keep every, you keep everyone else pretty much. Um, and then you get all the church people stay with you. Whereas, okay. Like, I know the church people stayed with you as Blue Lions, but if you side with her you lose about half to 60% of the church people. Oh. You can only keep certain ones that will stay with you. Hmm. So, it's interesting. I, but like I said, I haven't done the church route, so I haven't seen the full story on that one, but I've played all three of the main routes so far. Look at you go. Yeah. When I love something, I love something. Yeah, you do. <laughs> that is true. Uh, number three, Tactics Ogre. Let us cling together. I've heard many good things about this game. I only know the name, but I have heard good things about it. Yeah, like I've never played a Tactics Ogre really uh, mm -hmm. because they were very behind Final Fantasy Tactics. Like nobody really talked about it when I was growing up. So right, okay, okay. I mostly just knew about Final Fantasy Tactics. So I never really knew Tactics Ogre was a thing until I was probably in like high school. 
So I never really got to trying them, but I hear amazing things about them and that this one is like a lot of lists put this as the greatest tactical RPG of all time. Really? Yeah, like I see that a lot. But it's this specific one. Huh. I never would have guessed that. Um so I guess this is a PSP remake of the second one, maybe? Yeah. I think it's a PSP remake of the second one, but I, I've heard a lot that this is like the one, like the game that everyone loves. And, uh, the one like, game to rule them all. Exactly. I love that. But yeah, so <laughs> I don't know anything about it though. I, it's it's on my list of games to play and I just haven't. <laughs> uh, XCOM 2. Now this is a game I I was wondering played. if this was going to come up. This is a game I have played. Um, I have a general idea of what number one is now since there hasn't been a certain game on the list, but um have you you said you haven't played any of the XComs? No, but I've watched I've watched plenty of gameplay of it. They're so much fun, but they can be very tough also. Yeah, I've heard they're not easy. Yeah. <laughs> um especially so I accidentally didn't realize I had the deal the version with all the DLC. And it doesn't tell you at first when you're going to a DLC chapter. Mm. You just kinda like it's just built into the thing and it's like this person contacted you to do this mission and you go to do the mission. Oh my. And then I'm like, why is this so tough? I'm like, Oh, this is a DLC chapter. I'm not DLC, ready for yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the idea of being able to like customize your people so you can actually kind of get attached to them. Um, that is nice. And then like when they die, you just hate everything and want to quit the game. <laughs> seeing, seeing this game and there are games on this list that I've also wanted to try. There's like Gears of War Tactics, uh, Phoenix Point, I think, is another one that's been know. more of an XCOM comparison. Interesting. That's another one I've wanted to try. But yeah, I've one of these days. I'm one. There's going to be a time frame when you don't have a bunch of new stuff coming out. <laughs> well, that too. But there's going to be a time where I'm going to get into a genre kick. I'm sure. And I feel like this genre is going to be that. Yeah. That it's, one that I go with. Man, tactic like tactical RPGs can be so much fun if you uh, if you're into it. I know there's a lot of people that don't want to take the time to learn them or the strategy behind a lot of them, but there is so much like the XCOM's cool too because I like the whole idea of the alien invasion, whereas mm -hmm. the first one is like the beginning of the invasion, and this one is like the invasion's already happened. You, your world is controlled by aliens now, and you're fighting back. Yeah. Um, it crashes really. Hmm. Get it on PS4 or PC. I've I'm played, gonna see if my PC can run it first say, before I. I have it on PS4 slash five and PC, so I I can't agree or disagree because I've never played on Xbox or Switch. I have it on the other two consoles, so. Oh, I wonder. That'd be amazing if this was on PC Game Pass. I don't know if it is or not. I, I, was it just added to Game Pass or taken off Game Pass? I feel like honestly, with my luck, it's probably got taken off. <laughs> Let's find out. Let's see. I don't really pay attention to it because, like, I own it, so I don't. Game Pass library. So I don't see it on here. Okay. Um, but when I so cool I see what you was. mean. I searched XCOM and it gave me three games. It gave me Phoenix Point, which is one you were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, Warhammer Forty Thousand Battle Sector. Is that the one you? That were one about? I haven't heard of. Okay. The one I see people playing a lot is Chaos Bane. Do you know if that's on 
or Chaos Gate, excuse me, Chaos Gate. Because I want to actually try that. I'm wanting to try Warhammer games, but I don't know anything about them. But yeah, a lot of folks are playing Warhammer 40k Chaos Gate. Um, yeah, it's the one. I'll have to check that out. But yeah, no, XCOM 2, great game. Uh, I'd recommend it 100%. Um, and there's so many things. Like every time you play it, it's kind of different because the timing's different. You can choose to save different areas or go to mm-hmm. different areas. Like it's very. You might get different soldiers, like with different specialties as you're beginning stuff, and when they okay. get them, like it's interesting. And number one, I was gonna say is probably one of the Final Fantasy tactics. Probably Final, yeah. Uh, War of the Lions, isn't that the PSP one? I think so. I think that's the PSP one. I'm not surprised. Literally, it's always this game, War of the Lions, and Tactics Ogre, Let Us Cling Together, as I see one, two, almost every list. Because so, I look up these lists a lot because I'm constantly trying to learn new games in Tactics because I love Tactics so much. You want to hear something funny? I just looked it up. Yeah. That game came out like a week before Mario Strikers on the Wii. <laughs> what did? Final Fantasy Tactics, War of the Lions. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, little no. fun fact. I don't. I've never played War of the Lions. I own this on PSP, but by the time I got this, my PSP stopped reading the uh, UMDs. Ugh. So I can. My PSP doesn't read <laughs> UMDs. That's at all. gross. So. I've gone through two PS2s where they stopped reading the blue discs. Really? Ugh. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. And they were both Fat Boy PS2s. Yeah, I'm glad I got. Uh, my most recent PS2 is a one of those gray slims, and it's been Ooh, it's shiny. been living for a while. So I'm hoping it can hang <laughs> <Shiny>. on. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I can't disagree with this list overall. I mean, a lot of these games are games that I've either played or I've heard many good things about. And this list also is games that I've wanted to get into and try. Yeah. So it's good to see that. I'm pretty sure like the only game I know knew nothing about was Other Side. But it makes me want to look it up if they put it on a list with all these other games. So. Okay, so I just looked up XCOM 2 on Steam to see if I had it, and I don't. Um, holy God, this bundle. Oh, this yeah. is the ultimate bundle. XCOM 1, XCOM Enemy Within, uh, a pack for XCOM 1, XCOM 2, a bunch of stuff for XCOM 2, and then there's XCOM Chimera Squad. Yep. <laughs> can be all yours for $19.80. Really? Yep. Wow. Normally uh $224.89. That is a freaking amazing deal for all that. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a I'm missing a bunch of stuff. I might go buy that just to have all the DLC for both games, pretty much. There you go. That is nice. But I feel at some point I'll be on a, a, a tactics, a tactical RPG kick. Don't blame me. More than likely. More I than likely. Them. They're my favorite. They are, besides sports games, they are my favorite. But, uh, yeah, you got anything else you want to add? Uh, not that I can think of. All right, so I'm going to thank our patrons, and then I'm going to let you shout out all your stuff that you want to shout out. So first, I'd like to thank Viva La J from the Smack It Down podcast, JD from the Red Leaf Retrocast. Man, I'm getting good at not messing that up. There you Chels go. Chels and Clepissimo. 
thank you for being patrons. We love you. Uh, if you want to look, listen to Evergreen or watch Evergreen content, you can check out our Patreon. Um, it's in the tree link on our Twitter. It's in Friend of Me Fire. It's literally just patreon.com slash Friend of Me Fire. Um, yeah, Kevin, Kev couldn't record this week, so we're going to do two next week. So there should be two Evergreens coming out on the Patreon in the next week. Um, yeah, check out our guest at all of his stuff, which he'll say, which is all uniform, I think. He's a, he's a good boy like that. <laughs> Surprisingly, it is. I just thought of that. Yeah. Anyway, you can find me at Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Hover, and TikTok, and maybe soon Instagram. I don't know. Ooh, all at Static Arbiter. Uh, I go live five days a week. Monday. No, not Monday. I'm off on Mondays. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All at 6 p.m. Eastern. I'm... For those that don't know, which I don't shut up about it, I'm on a Xenoblade kick. <laughs> yeah. So literally this entire month is going to be Xenoblade 2 and Torna. John, I only talked to you about that OnlyFans. Uh, let's keep that, you know. That's on the DL, bro. That's on the DL right now. I'm working on it. All right. <laughs> you know how I like to have things prepared before it's talked about. Any who's it, what's it's. But Aaron, thank you for having me on. I greatly appreciate it. Always a good time, my friend. Getting me up early. Because normally Saturdays I... Either I'm up super early or I sleep until about nine (laughs) (laughs) before I get busy. Nice little middle ground right there. It was. It was. I'm going to go have pizza now. (laughs) And then you can follow me, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, all that. Aaron Norman. I finally have everything of mine on Uniform. Um, Yeah, I'm going to be streaming within the next week. I I keep putting it off, but I told Anitra to beat me into it if I keep putting it off, so... It's gonna happen and I will week. tell her to beat you. Be do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll 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 back her up on that. So, because like I want to, it's just when I sit down, my mental block goes. Ah, how about what if this happens? What if this happens? And then I don't. So once you get past that, you'll be good. Yeah, um, I've been there before, so I know I can. It's just getting there. But uh, yeah, thank you all for hanging out. I appreciate all of you, and uh, I'm gonna send it out to the outro. Peace, nerds. Bye bye. Thank you.